monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature Joey G. Joining me as always, the cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Welcome back to my show. This is not just your show. I'm an integral part of the show. I'm sorry, you're a what? Integral. Integral? Yeah, that's the word, right? It's the word. I, I'm not sure. I mean, it's one of those words that I think you can pronounce more than one way. I wouldn't say integral. How would you say it? Integral. Oh my god, that's a stupid way to say it. I think it's the correct way. Integral? Integral. Integral? Nope. Nope. Integral is the right way to say it. A hundred percent. Look it up. I think the way you're saying it sounds weird and not right. I mean, I'm, it's possible that And you think that, I'm, that I'm saying I'm it saying wrong? I'm saying it's possible I'm wrong. Okay. We're listening to this. Shh. Integral. Suck it. Okay, put, put on not a British version. <laughs> put on not the British version. Put on Canadian. Integral. Just no, wait. That- Shut up. Just like me. Integral. Suck it. He's an integral part of the team. Integral. Yeah. Integral. Nicole. Okay, there's got to be some pronunciation yeah, that is. says integral. The, yeah, there is the wrong one that you say. <laughs> it's integral. I'm looking this up further. You know what? And this is just for the one or two people who will get it. But we're going to do one more of these. Why? Just for my own personal edification. Okay. It's really quiet. Shut up. What the fuck is this? Why are these all like this? This is the one I want. Alright, so those of you who know, you'll know. Plethora. Yeah, plethora. Yeah, plethora. Yeah. I know that one. <laughs> I know. There's a person in my life who says plethora, and they say it all the time, and every time they do it, I go, it's not plethora. It's plethora. But yeah, it's integral. So, are you looking up to try and find somebody else who's saying it wrong, too? <laughs> yes. Why Why do you have to take it as a personal insult? Like, if I had been wrong, no, I, don't I would think have I'm just wrong, accepted it. You are, though. We just saw that you were. That was the king. That was two, two different countries. There's so many. Integral. This one. So, who's this saying that? It's wrong. It's integral. How to pronounce integral. Yeah, you. so congratulations, you found some other dumb broad who's as stupid as you are. And take off. She so says according, it's both ways. So according to, like, Cambridge, the university, they say it's integral. According to emmasays.com, some chick named Emma is as stupid as you are. Congratulations. Well, you know what? I'm sure that you can pronounce it both ways. Apparently you can. We've spent too long on this. This is this is very much, they. there's three ways to do things, Nicole. The right way, the wrong way, and the max power way. Isn't that the wrong way? Yes, but faster. There's three ways to say integral. The right way, the wrong way, and the Nicole way. Which is just the wrong way, only somehow like more stuck up. I'm going to just have a nice little victory sip of my Diet Pepsi here. Phew, no one wants to hear you drink... <sighs> Your soda. Anyhow, welcome back to my show. 
And joining me as always, the a very integral part of this program, the bride Nicole. Hello. She's just sipping her wine now, seething with rage. Speaking of rage, Nicole, what movie did I pick this month? The Happiness of the Catacuris. I think it's the Catacuris, but you're oh not saying. <laughs> I knew. Part of me thought you were pronouncing it wrong on purpose to try to make a joke. No, as soon as I saw the word, I was like, I'm going to say it wrong and he's going to correct me and I'm going to be annoyed. The reason why, the only reason I know it's Katakuri is because A, they say it a bunch of times in the movie, but B, <laughs> I'm looking at the kanji here. Don't it's say Katakuri. Oh, they say it a bunch of times well, in the do, movie. Like, it doesn't matter. We saw the movie a while ago. Nicole, did you enjoy the happiness okay. of the Katakuris? So, when it started, I was like, I'm on board with this movie. I was like, it's like how it starts very weird. It's got this weird claymation sequence at the beginning. Yes, it does. The very first um, like kill or like horror, actual horror scene. I was like, yes, I'm on board with this movie. I'm being open minded about this because I don't generally I don't enjoy musicals. Things I like. No, no, I don't enjoy <laughs> musicals very much. It's barely a musical. Ah, uh, and I was like. <laughs> I'm, I'm open-minded, and I'm going to enjoy this movie. I had decided I was going to enjoy this movie, You Joey, put on your good time hat. And I did not have a good time. <laughs> it was long. Yeah, my hat, like, after the first kill. And it just got weird in a way that I didn't like. Like, I like Haosu, kind of. It's like, that's kind of more the obscurity that Haosu I like. Haosu was a little bit more Sam Raimi meets Scooby-Doo. That's what I was kind of thinking this would be like. And the this musical. This is more like David Lynch meets Scooby Doo. This no, I wouldn't even give it anywhere as near credit as David, David Lynch. I'm not saying David Lynch in terms of artistic merit. I'm talking about just in terms of the the type of surreality we're dealing no, with. No, it didn't go into itself. No, but like think about Twin Peaks. Think about like the way. Okay. Yes, I was gonna say, about to say it feels soap opera. Right. Opera. Which is so once again. I'm... You're just you know shutting what? me if down. You're gonna, I'm gonna, if you're going to correct me one more time, I wasn't correcting I'm you. going to punch you, you in the fucking face. You were just saying that my my comparison, my comparison, it's actually pronounced comparison, but I'm going to say comparison just to make you feel a little... My comparison to... Oh man, look at the murder in her face. Okay. Anyway, um, so I'm, I'm sorry you didn't care for it. Shall we... Um, I really did want to like it. You and had your good time hat on, and I appreciate it. You went in with an there open were, mind. There you were did. aspects of it I enjoyed. You didn't hate it. I hated it. Did you really? Yeah, I really did not like this movie. Oh, that's too bad. Well, let's listen to the trailer, which is in a foreign tongue, so get out your thesaurus eyes, and we'll uh, be right back. <laughs> リチャードサガオです。<笑> 
Love that song. I will say there were aspects that were really humorous, like the guy she falls in love with. We'll get oh, yeah. into it all. So we'll talk about the plot, um, but I will say that like you should really, even regardless of what you think of what Nicole and I are about to say, you should really see this movie. It's worth looking at. It is, it is wild. Did you know, is there actually a remake? It's a remake of, it's loosely remade. It's a loose remake of a South Korean horror movie called The Quiet Family that's actually serious. Oh, like maybe it's black I would com- like that. It's still a black comedy, but it's not like a surreal um, maniac comedy. Like you know, lately I've really been enjoying the more comedic aspects of horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, like we just did. Uh, what was the Cronenberg back. one? Oh, um, yeah, that pool infinity, infinity pool. pool. Yeah. And like we had talked about there, like the comedic moments were so well done, um, juxtaposed with the the bleakness and darkness mm-hmm. of the movie, I thought that could be pushed further in that one. This one had had good comedic moments. Well, here is a Bride of the Creature follow-up scoop, because enough time has passed now since we saw Infinity Pool that my thinking on it has advanced, it has matured. My, I feel like I've landed nice and firm. All right, let's hear on, it. I like it way less than I said I did on the podcast. I don't think I like that movie oh, very much at all. I it's gotten worse the, the more opposite, I think about it. No, sorry. I've been, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm the opposite of you, where like... Now that I've had more time with it, I've act- I've listened to a few more podcasts about it. I hate podcasts. Um, <laughs> that, that that I like it better now. That's cool. I just yeah. The the perspective that this other podcast brought. Oh, there are wrong? not other hard podcasts about horror movies. <laughs> um, that they brought to it shed a <clears throat> different light on it that I didn't think of at the time we watched that's it. Fair. So that's maybe I would be interested to hear those, but I just yeah. I, I, the more I think about it, the more I'm just like, this is all just stupid. Not that anyone flat. listens to our podcast. Yes, they do. Shout out to Too Scary Didn't Watch because it's one of my favorite podcasts right now. Um, it's three friends and two of them are too scared to watch horror movies, but are interested in them and want to hear about them. And one of them loves horror movies and watches them for the other people and they describe it in detail from beginning to end and it's just so enjoyable i really really like it well as long as we're on the topic i like conan o'brien needs a friend that's one of my <laughs> favorite podcasts does, that does everyone people, know conan o'brien it's three people and then they have a celebrity and guest who comes on and they've had they had Nora jones recently conan o'brien so plus another celebrity um omg it's great it's a very good podcast uh, they had Billie Eilish on this week. Okay, we should start with this. Okay, Other so here we go. We the plot watched. of the happiness of the Katakuris. So the Katakuris are a four-generation family of failures, according to Wikipedia. We have uh, Masao Katakuri, played by Kenji Sawada. He's the patriarch. We have his wife, Teru, played by Kiko Matsuzaka, who I thought was great. I actually yes. liked all of them. His father, Jinpei, Tetsudo Tamba, who was great. Yeah. His uh, reformed, formerly criminal son, Masayuki, played by Shinji Takeda. Who was so handsome. I Did just you think so? Yeah. I was like, this boy... <laughs> I call him boy because he's he's not a boy, but he looks boyish. He's very cute. He's uh, younger than Grandpa. His divorced daughter, Shitsu, played by Naomi Nishida. And Nishita, the adorable child. And her child, Yuri, played by Tamaki... Uh, Miyazaki, who also narrated the film, and they have a dog named Pochi. Uh, so they, the, fa- the family, they open up a, they, they purchase a large old home on a former garbage dump near Mount Fuji, uh, and they open a place called the White Lovers Inn, uh, bed and breakfast, because there's plans to have a road nearby being expanded next to Which the house. Which would bring in more guests and tourists. Exactly. Unfortunately, the road hasn't been built yet. 
the categories have no guests and it's a whole big disaster but they just keep soldiering on when finally the guest shows up and they're so excited and that night that guest commits suicide in his room and the categories are just devastated but, like, by, the, by the this. the whole sequence of him alone in his room, the way they do the lights yeah, and him, like, with, I don't, I remember, he steps himself with glass or mirror. I can't really yeah. remember. We did watch this a while ago. Yeah. Um, and we've been very busy and sick to record. It's true. We were sick for, like, but, a month. So, yeah, but, he kills himself. Um, yeah, it was... That's when I was like, I'm on board with this movie. And in the morning, they're just like, no, this is a disaster. We can't call the police. No one will ever want to stay in our hotel if they know someone killed themselves here. So they decide to (laughs) bury the body and and hide the death. So they go and they bury the body out by the the lake (coughs) and carry on as if nothing happened. And then soon, a second guest arrives, a giant sumo wrestler with a much younger possibly underage girlfriend and they're kind of like oh yes he also dies of a heart attack during a bout of rigorous lovemaking and he dies on top of her her, and she dies killing her by being crushed by him at this point nicole's probably slowly checking out of the movie and i'm just sitting up and being like yes interesting we forgot to mention the very beginning of the film before the plot kicks in there's like an extended claymation sequence we mentioned the claymation. We mentioned, yeah but like there's a bunch of weird things going on in terms of animation and 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 the way they present certain things in this movie i will say this film like knew what it was doing totally it knew its pacing um, I would say that what it did, it did well. Yes. I just didn't enjoy it. So as it goes on, more and more guests keep winding up dead by suicide, accident, murder, etc. Soon the bodies in the backyard are piling up. They've been burying them. And they are in this horrible web of nightmare, lies, and fear, as it says on Meanwhile. Wikipedia. Meanwhile. <laughs> meanwhile, their divorced daughter, who easily falls in love, as her daughter points out, falls in love with a man calling himself Richard Sagawa. Who was played by presenting Kiyoshio him, Presenting Imano, himself Imano, as a U.S. naval officer. Who claims to be the nephew of Queen Elizabeth and isn't II. He, doesn't he have like a mullet? Yes, he does. Yeah. He's not so handsome. Uh, it ends up, he ends up showing up. It turns out that like he stumbles onto a clue that might lead to him figuring the whole thing. Uh, there's a whole great scene where like he and Grandpa have this like struggle. <laughs> it just gets more and more insane. Eventually, uh, they get word that uh, the road is going to be going in now, and they're going to be digging up part of the countryside for make way for the road directly through where they've buried all the bodies. Oh, yeah. So they try to move the bodies, <clears throat> and then the nearby volcano starts to rumble. And the climax of the movie is this insane. There's an insane like escaped person the cops come looking for another person who murdered his girlfriend nearby and they think the, the cops have come to to deal with them for killing all the people or for hiding the bodies of these people there's a whole like standoff with the police and this criminal a volcano erupts more claymation craziness happens and interspersed in all of this action are several musical numbers in various varying different styles there are cutaways to like flashbacks to when um uh when uh, shizu met uh, Richard, there is these. There's a couple of really great sequences about like the main character and his wife having this like a song that plays at the end. In fact, of that trailer that we just heard, uh, is them singing their like very fun '70s city pop <laughs> love theme. Uh, it's it's wild. It is a fun wild ride. It is definitely not for everybody. I can. I don't mean to like trivial. Okay, say it. Trivialize this movie, but it's definitely a, a Joey movie. Um. 
in that you love musicals, I and do. I really do not enjoy a lot of musicals, and that's what this falls into for me. I just love the escalating craziness, and the fact that the way it's presented is so bizarre and weird and wacky and just like madcap. Uh, this review in second, Sight and Sound, described the film as willful, kitsch, and eccentric, and Mike's oddest and most infuriating film yet. I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds about right. It's very strange. Uh, but it's 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 just it's chill, man. Like it's just a fun hangout movie. It's, I wouldn't say it's fun hangout. Oh, I would funny. say it's like sleepy, and I would fall. I almost fall asleep. That's in interesting it. because like I could see not being into it. I could see like just not you being your me. cup of tea. No, no. But let me finish my sentence. Okay. One thing I didn't think this movie was was boring. Because it's just so bonkers, and there's always something crazy happening, and something weird in the way it's being presented. So, I could see not being into it. Totally, this is not a movie that everyone's going to dig. But I didn't think it was boring. So for me, it's okay. Um, your like, first of all, musicals I always find a little bit boring. The music and about you married me. I sing about everything. I know. I don't know. It's very strange that I married you. <laughs> um, but they just like sing about one thing for way too long when we could just be getting on with the plot. So yeah, but you're in, supposed to be enjoying the song. I don't enjoy the songs. I think it's boring. So in, in that way, musicals are boring to me. And Maybe if you didn't listen to such short songs. If all the music you listened to wasn't like minute and a half long punkers screaming about being mad at their dad, maybe you would like musicals better. I relate more to those songs. You love your dad. No, I love my dad. I'm just, that was just a JK, LOL. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also, this brand of bizarre, like you just described, every, something crazy is always happening. That's really your brand of humor. The the humor you like is obscure like that. If oh, you yeah. think about Space Ghost, if you oh, think yeah, it's about all weird and and it's as I it doesn't capture my attention, it doesn't capture oh, my okay. imagination. I find it because it's not rooted in anything. There's a karaoke it's, scene in this it's movie. It's so like, it's too it's almost like it's too sporadic. It's too sparsed out. It's OMG it's or so not, random. It's not rooted in anything, so it doesn't hold my attention if that makes sense. You have sense. nothing to grab. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah, you've yeah. nothing to like latch onto. Yeah, so then it doesn't uh, keep my attention. That's that's a good way to explain it. But that said, I do like a lot of Space Ghost. Yeah, I mean, just because this one surreal musical comedy didn't work for you doesn't mean you don't like any surreal musical horror comedies. Like, yes, you know, that's we've, true. Granted, all of the musical horrors we've watched, I don't know that you've actually liked any of them other than Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is pretty surreal. You like that. Yeah, I love Rocky Horror, but cause I also like the music. That's fair. This the type of music in this is very much like I listen to a lot of this kind of music, this like seventies yeah. and eighties Japanese pop style music. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I there's not and no musicals I don't like. No, like, of course. I love Greece. I like Chicago. I liked Moulin Rouge. See, the, there's a thing about Greece that you the, don't like Greece. No, I love Greece, but there's a problem with Greece that it's. They say that Greece is the word, but I always heard that the bird was the word. I mean, I thought that everybody knew that the bird was the word. I feel like you just tapped into something esoteric here. Yeah, I mean, like, they keep saying that the grease is the word. It's got move, it's got meaning, but, like, everybody's heard that the bird is the word. Yeah. Don't you know that about the bird? I think that, that the bird's actually the word. Everybody's heard that the bird is the word. If you think about how many times that song has been remade. Well, or two that I can think of. The Ramones. Okay. And, and the Trashmen. Or the Kingsman, or whatever they're called. And it's been done on Family Guy? 
that was the original recording. They played that one. I mean, Peter sings it, but they he finds his. Okay, old... but wait, I'm talking about like references and stuff like that. How many people have re- referenced Greece as the word? Just Greece. I mean, I think people probably. I think more people probably think about Greece than they do about bird is the word. But they're wrong because everybody's heard. Everybody has at least heard that the bird is the word. I'm actually on your side with this one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I want. I feel like I want to go up to Danny Zuko and be like, "Don't you know about the bird?" It's like everybody's Danny heard that the bird is the word. On set, slaps bird. Danny bird in the, the face. Bird, 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 bird. No, it's not yeah, Greece. I, it's I, the bird. <laughs> I like the idea of me walking onto the set to slap Danny Zuko, a fictional character in a movie that was filmed <laughs> like 50 years ago. Half the principal cast is dead. The other half is bald. Oh boy. Travolta. Anyway, um, we're not talking about Greece or the bird is the word. We're talking about the happiness of the Katakuri. So one of the things I love about Takashi Miike of the films of his that I've seen is that they are not similar to each other. Have I seen anything else? By you him? have seen a couple of things. Okay, tell him. me what have I you seen. Have, seen um, have we done it on the podcast? We have done at least one of them on the okay. podcast. So his most famous movies, the first one I'm going to mention is not his most famous movie, but we did watch it with this podcast, Blade of the Immortal, which you enjoyed. I really That was sort of a director for hire gig. He did a movie called 13 Assassins, which I really like. It's a really I cool... You seen. haven't seen that one. He did a movie called Ichi the Killer, which is one of the most disturbing, violent Yakuza movies ever made. Yeah. He also made Audition. Oh, which you love, and we did that one on the podcast. I know we. I don't remember if we did it for the podcast, but we definitely did it. So I'm I don't pretty know. sure we've, we've seen it, but I can't remember. It. I'm gonna look it up. It doesn't matter at all. But the point is, no two of his movies are alike. Like he's, the, he's made like ninety some movies, and lots of time. Like he'll do a couple movies a year. Sometimes they're just work for hire. Like, hey, you want a journeyman director to direct your uh, <clears throat> Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney? Uh, movie? Sure, we'll get Takashi Miike. You want... Yeah. What, did we actually do it? Is it episode two? <laughs> it's episode 37. Oh. But apparently we only talked about it for ten minutes. <laughs> Some of our podcasts were short. I feel like there's so much more we could have said about that movie. Uh, we're still learning. The... Well, we also probably didn't spend ten minutes talking about the bird is the word or arguing about the pronunciation but like, I mean, of things. I feel like the themes and stuff of audition are a little bit more complex than just ten minutes. I mean, I was probably, like, being a jerk, and you were probably, probably fighting. The old podcasts have a lot of us fighting. <laughs> no, I don't think they do. No? Well, if we did, we would start over. You are probably drunk then. I'm not. I wasn't drunk <laughs> I then. I know. You're never drunk. <laughs> I mean, you're always drunk, but not on the podcast. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't mean... Joey! <laughs> no, just occasionally. I everybody's about the bird. I want the bird, bird. <laughs> anyway... <clears throat> Yeah, Takeshi Miike. I can't I think believe cool we've guy. talked more about this movie <laughs> than we did audition. I can. Well, to be fair, we haven't really. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I think he's a really interesting, cool filmmaker. Um, he, I can't believe he did audition. I freaking love audition. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. Like he did a remake of the. Remember we watched for this podcast. We did the first of those yokai movies that was not great, and I meant for us to do the second one. Yeah. He did a remake, like a family kids film oh, called cool. The Great Yokai War, and there has since been a second one. He did The Bird People in China. He made um, some video game adaptations. Like, he did the um, the Yakuza Like a Dragon movie, mm-hmm. Ace Attorney movies. He's done, like, crime dramas. He's done extreme horror films. He did uh, One Missed Call, which was remade, I believe. Um, I've heard of it. I don't know if I've seen. I haven't seen it, but there is the also remake. a there is a remake, which has a weird cool poster. Cool, cool poster. Is that cool though? Like it looks cool at first, then you look at it closer and you're like, oh, that's nose and mouth. That's stupid. I don't think it's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> Who's in it? It's got. Uh, when was it made? Ray, uh, 2008. 
Okay, I've heard it, of it, but I don't think yeah. I've ever seen either of them. Well, now that you've seen this, would you be interested in seeing the movie upon which this film is based? Yes, I would. Yeah, I probably would too, even though I'm way more interested in rewatching The Happiness of Categories. My official review of the movie on Letterboxd when I finished it was that it was great and that that's pretty much what the inside of my brain is like all the time. Yeah, that's when I say when I yeah. say it's a Joey movie. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, this is a movie that Joey will like. It's like, no, no, this movie is very much in keeping with... If Joey was going to make a movie, it would probably end up like something like this. Yeah. So that's probably why no one should give me money to make a movie. <laughs> Joey. Not that anyone is, like, threatening to do Joey that. Joey has to make movies for zero dollars. Zero? I could do it. I don't even care. I'll do a puppet show with my Godzilla piggy bank. And you think it'd be brilliant? Uh, yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, anyway, so that was uh, The Happiness of the Katakuris. I highly recommend it. And I know you didn't like it at all, but would you say if you're someone who is interested in seeing some different type of movie give it a shot see if no. it's your thing oh. i would recommend something else entirely like what if they wanted to watch something different yeah how sue okay what if they want to watch more than one movie in their life i would say watch anything by david lynch yeah i mean i'm having a hard time arguing with those like i probably do i mean how sue probably is better than the happiness of the categories i'd probably be more likely to rewatch happiness of the categories i'm though. more likely to to recommend Skin and Rink than this one. Really? You like Skin and Rink? And what other ones have we done on this podcast that have been more experimental? That German, was it a German one? Where yeah, but you liked that animated one. I was the one who didn't like that, that one. That was all like the about wolf the house. wolf. Yeah, yeah, that one was boring. <laughs> See, I, I'd recommend that over this too. You also probably liked um, uh, Elmo and Grouchside. No, I can't think of what it was. <laughs> Do you remember you hate... Okay, what about movies like Society and Jigoku that you, like, gave 0 out of 10 and were okay. just, frankly, unpleasant about? Um, <laughs> I think I would feel differently now about... Go Jigoku? Yes. yes. Um, I still don't think you would society, like Society. I would recommend to someone who likes body horror. Or if they are interested in body horror, I'd be like, you could start at Society. I I still don't like. I, I've learned, I wouldn't start with Society. I don't really horror. enjoy a lot of body horror. Even the aspects of Infinity Pool that were more body horror Like Mia Goth eyebrows. <laughs> no, like like the orgy scenes and things like that. I just swear. I was more disturbed by the eyebrows. I know. <laughs> oh <laughs> hey, God. the cat's here. Hey, hey girly. Don't mess over my Super Nintendo games. The dog did that. Oh my God. You know Our what fucking to him. new dog chewed through one of my Super Nintendo controller cords. So, he also fucking chewed, angry. Chewed through the cord of a CRT. Well, yeah, he also fucked up one of my CRTs, and he chewed through the charging cord for my Wii U tablet. Yeah, he did. Do, what do a piece of shit right. this fucking dog is! I, I bought him for you. Oh, good. Well, you can buy me a new fucking Super Nintendo controller and a I new said CRT. I would. If anyone out there wants to teach me how to like solder a replacement power cord onto an old CRT, that'd be great. <laughs> Could you not be back there, please? This cat is fucking up, messing over my Super Nintendo games. Hang on. Ow! Every time I wear these headphones for these monitors, when I stand up, I get electric shocks in my ears. Oh, that's not good. Shit. Fuck off, Lillian. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, Lily messed it up. She messed over my Super Nintendo games. Oh, no. All right. Hang on. Let me put my earbuds back in. Should we wind up this podcast? Wind, wind down? Wind him up. He can't stop. He keeps on going round the clock and winding his something. All right, that's, that's a great enough. song. <clears throat> All right, Nicole. What are we watching next month? 
Okay, so we're watching in April. Is my pick, and I've chosen "Old" by Shyamalan. Somebody once (laughs) told me the beach was gonna hold me. We've been talking a lot about M. Night Shyamalan recently. Because I saw his newest film, Knock at the Cabin. Which I haven't seen yet, but I I want to. I loved it. But I just rewatched Signs for the first time since high school, and I um, really enjoyed it. And um, enjoyed it more than I did in high school. And we talked about how he does humor really well in his movies that it's not something I really picked up on on a first watch because on a first watch you're watching these things as horror movies and so like I'm a little bit on edge I'm waiting for the jump scare or whatever's gonna happen or the twist which obviously always happens but I should re I like to rewatch signs yes but signs on a rewatch is like he does humor really fucking well in his movies I hated signs really hated it why? And I why, was, why did you hate it? I just thought it was stupid. I thought the ending was, was preposterous. Stu- I thought that everyone in it... I just thought like the whole premise was stupid. I thought the ending was stupid. I hated all the characters. But I was also a very smug asshole. So it's possible it's better than that. I don't know... My favorite part of Signs is when the long-haired... When, when the sign says that long-haired freaky people need not apply. But like I was a... He- I loved Unbreakable. I loved The Sixth Sense. I loved, I still love The Village. I think The Village is his best movie that I've seen. Really? I, I did like The Village. I liked Lady in the Water. And then I, I stopped watching them because I don't know why. I guess just I just did. Because the next yeah. one was The Happening and that was a meme and everyone said it was so bad. I have since heard from people whom I respect that it's actually not that bad. It's actually entertaining. And then he made that um, live action version of Avatar The Last Airbender that everyone on Earth hated. And then right. he made that movie with Will Smith's kid that I had zero interest in. And then it's only in the last little while again that he started making movies that sounded cool again, like Split mm-hmm. and Old and The Visit. And Knock at the Cabin was phenomenal. I loved so, that movie. I didn't like Split, but I liked the actors in it and their performances were good. Um, so I'm kind of hit or miss with M. Night Shyamalan. And we. I just it occurred to me that we had never done him on our podcast. And we've been doing yeah. this podcast for like a decade a or time. so. I think probably over a decade yeah. now. Um, so I wanted to do an M. Night Shyamalan, one that we ha- both haven't seen, so we haven't seen old. Mm, if you haven't seen The Visit, I, I would say watch The Visit and watch it with comedic eyes because it is fucking hysterical. I've seen clips of it, and the parts of it that I've seen, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Plus, it's got that woman that I like. But it doesn't count. You need to watch the whole thing. Watching okay. a clip of a movie. I, I understand that, but I'm saying I'm. What well, my point was that I understand what like the tone of the movie is. I I do. Somebody once told anyway, me the beach was gonna. We're gonna old watch me. old, and I also plan on watching the new. The what was the one cabin? Knock at the cabin. Knock, knock, knock. Get the cabin door. That's that's a song. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't like happiness of the categories with that kind of musical background. Is that our baby mm, making noises? Be quiet. Well, on that note, uh, we'll see you in April for um, Somebody Once Told Me the Beach Was Gonna Old Me. And uh, until next time, I am the creature, Joey G. And I'm the bride, Nicole. And everybody's heard that the bird is the word. Kissy, kissy. Oh, well, everybody's Stop heard crying, about the bird. The bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner, well, the bird, bird, bird. bird is a winner, well, the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is a winner, well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner, well,
Where the 